Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 5. Welcome to Daily Walk. Outside, I'm sure you're noticing the smell of burning things <laughs> everywhere if you're here in the U.S. Not burning flesh, just yes. like burning paper and Good night. Um, firecracker type yes. things. This is Daily Walk, and I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. Jafet. Let me pray. What are you going to pray about? I'm going to pray about today, coming towards the end of the week, uh, good things that have happened, and the text, of course. Well, I approve of good. that. Those good. are good things right, to pray right, about. Go right, for it. Good. Knock yourself out. I, I, well, hopefully not knock myself <laughs> out, but hopefully be awake for the rest of the podcast. All right. Heavenly Father, uh, good to call in your name. Great to call in your name. Beautiful to know that before we speak, you you hear us, you know what we're saying, and Lord, you call us to this space. So I ask God in this sacred space that we have, whether we're in our car or we're at home as we're listening to this, uh, traveling, uh, thinking about you, Lord, as we read this text today, May we, may we hear your voice in our lives. May we be able to apply this in our, in our communities, in our homes, with our family and our loved ones, and those we meet still. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, today, New International Version, Romans 4, 1 through 12. Same subtitle as, as the English Standard yes, Version. Yes, it is. Abraham justified by faith. Not very creative, these no, people. No, the NIV copied them. I guess. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness." David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We've been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before, and he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised okay yeah i know it's kind of like a ominous ending there <laughs> all right i like to mix it up just yeah, you emotionally did. It was, yeah it was good it was good all right and uh get this uh we have a question about circumcision so here it is no, <laughs> finally <laughs> How could that be? I know. That's, like, how could you avoid it? I know. Each day should have been but a question. I, I think this is a good question. It's, it's here. Here it is. Is there a part of your life that needs circumcision? Is there a part of your life that you don't trust God with? Oh, yeah, because oh, he talks about yeah. how the circumcision yeah. 
was especially symbolic for Abraham because he didn't trust God with the reproductive yeah. part of his life. Yep, yep. So God was like, well then. Yeah, it took his nephew Lot with him. You're going to need to cut part of your reproductiveness off. Yes. <laughs> so that every time you look at it, you will be reminded mm-hmm. of your faithlessness. Mm. Hmm. So... Mm. Part of our lives, or how about a part of our bodies? <laughs> Are there parts of our bodies that need to be Let's not go that far. Let's, let's not go that far. Um, like a toe, maybe? Yeah. With a yakuza. <laughs> so is there part of your life that uh, you don't trust God with? I think that's actually a really good question. In fact, it's a question that I'm going to uh, be broaching with... Uh, I thought you were saying, in fact, it's a question that I'm not going to answer no. because it's deeply personal and <laughs> it embarrassing. Is. It yes. is. Well, it is as well, um, but I think there's a question I'm going to be broaching. Did you say you're going to be broaching it? Yeah. When are you going to be broaching it? Yeah, with some people I'm working (laughs) with right now, I'm going to be talking to them about this because I think this is a question that we... Well, what about the rest of us who are not working with you? Broach it with us. Oh, I know. How how does the broaching go? How do they they answer? Why don't you have to broach it first? (laughs) I ask the question and then I have to wait for them to answer. You're going to ask people that you're working with? Is there part of their life that they don't trust God with? Okay. Yeah. So you told us that you're going to be asking people this question. Yeah, people that I know. For what reason? Well, because I think that there are... To the avoid answering the question yourself? <laughs> yeah, like, totally. I'll be, I'll be asking this question. I'll be doing a series of interviews in the town center on this very question. <laughs> Next week. And then, and then I never have to answer the like, question myself. Okay, answer the question. So what part of your life do you not trust God with? Well, I can't answer this question because if I answer this question, I'd have to like confess things and that'd just be like horrible. So I can't answer this question. I mean, it'd just be like, I mean, I'd have to, I mean, this is live. I mean, just be like, what do I do with that? That's um, just like difficult. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Is there a part of your life? Are there parts of, course of, there of are. someone's life? I mean, look, I, talk, I talked about this uh, about a year ago. Remember when I was, I was preaching about this, how difficult it was for me uh, personally to ever confess to God for the first time. And I only did this last year for the very first time, confess to God that I actually didn't like being fat. I mean... I had never trusted God with that. Mm. I'd always talked to God about going on a diet and all that kind of stuff, but never once had I ever really talked to God honestly about it. And I think that, you know, you have to be, you have to be really forward with God and direct with God because God is deeply direct with us. And I think when, when I did that, it mean, it was transformative to my life and to my community as well and to my church who I confessed this to them as well. And I think that's actually what, in some ways, God is calling us to be. Is there part of your life that you don't trust God with? Yeah, I didn't trust God with that. I thought I could just handle it myself, and I didn't. I did a horrible job for years with it. Now, turning it over to God was a really important part of that. I think that we all have things in our life. Some of them are public, right? Yeah. That everybody sees in us, and some of them are private that nobody sees in us that it's very hard for us to even articulate. And I think sometimes people don't know things about themselves. Um, They don't know why they hold back, uh, why they're angry, why they can't forgive. Uh, um, I got someone I'm working with right now who who really struggles with forgiveness and what's happened to their family. And I, I, I understand it's difficult to forgive people who've hurt you, you know, external people who've hurt you. And I think mm. these are difficult things to process. And I think... Handing those over to God is difficult. And Abraham had to hand over everything to God, and he didn't. And that's why the story is one of the best stories in the Bible, because 
it just then, really unpacks all that. Don't you ever wonder how do you know whether you're handing things over to God oh, or not? Oh, okay, all right. Because don't you think lots of people think that they are, but in fact they aren't? I can tell you what it's like not to hand something over to God, and what it's like to hand something over to God. Okay, how do you know the difference? I think I think when you hand something over to God, it's just painfully, honestly. I mean, it's just it's so obvious. You just you know because things change. When you do it yourself and you're you're not handing it over to God, you're exhausted. You're okay. mentally and physically exhausted because you're doing it by your own will and might. When you hand it over to God, you just you you just you're confronted by an external power and it's the power of God talking to you and and it it builds you. You actually don't feel like you don't feel like I'm tired with this. You just feel like, oh man, I'm facing this. It's a different way of confronting the problem. That's See, but I sometimes will think, okay, okay, you know, people will do this, I'm going to hand everything over to God. They don't. Thing. Well, I don't know. What I sometimes think is... is I a, see, did I say that too quickly? I did. I could see this going in a certain direction. You know, you talk about being exhausted. Mm. I think, okay, you could decide, I'm just not going to try to control anything anymore. I'm just going to let it go. Oh. And I can see that spiraling to the point where, yeah, where yeah. you are living like in a box. Yeah on the skid row. Yeah. And then that would still be extremely no. difficult. Yeah. And it would be stressful and there would be no way and yeah. you know, people are trying to uh, no. kill you in the night and youths are coming and throwing <sighs> hot coffee on you as you sleep oh my goodness. under a bridge. Again. It would not be good. Allowing the imagination to go. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying that I see examples of people all the yeah. time where God has not magically fixed their lives. Well, um, well you know, I used to work with homeless people quite a bit. So yeah. Is there part that of your example. life that you don't trust God with? Are you are you say, suggesting that what people should do is, is just not work, not do anything, just hand it over to God and say, God, today I will not pay the mortgage or rent. I will just like hand it to you, God, and well, you will know. take care what, of it. What else does that mean, this well, handing stuff to God? What, what does that mean? Because it makes it sound as if you are expecting God to handle the everyday management of your life in some way. I I think that this this part here, I mean, this is the question of, is there part of your life that needs circumcision? Is there something that's holding you back from having an honest relationship with God? That's the fundamental question. And so what was it that Abraham had that was holding him back? That's what he had to address in his life. And so if, this, if there's something holding you back from living a, an authentic walk with God... That's the well, area you have to end up. I'll tell you one thing that stops me is that, you know, I, I've mentioned that I pray when I'm yeah. running. And sometimes I'll have a feeling that God has said something to me and they'll think, no, that oh. wasn't actually God, that was me. Uh, I said that. Yeah. Are you <laughs> thinking really highly of yourself right now? No. Oh, I feel like you are. Maybe no, you need I'm, some grace to take. I don't take think that <laughs> you're understanding. It's not that I think that the thing that was said was brilliant and therefore okay. All right, it then. must be God. I'm saying that I think sometimes that my brain will answer things. Of course it does. Right. And of course so it does. again, like this honest relationship with God, part of the problem mm. is that God is invisible. Yes. That, he looks like problem. he's invisible. We don't talk about this very much, but it is a substantial <laughs> issue. <laughs> the voices in the head. <laughs> the invisibility. Yes. Uh -huh. And the, I mean, the thing is I highly suspect people who claim, to have messages from God, generally speaking. Oh. I don't think, oh, yes, you know I'm what? going to jump on you know board what? with you. I am going to address this in the sermon that. this Sabbath. Oh, good. Yeah. Now, because you brought it up, I'm going to address it now. I'm going to have to. I mean, I think it's great. You don't have to just because no. I talked about it. No. Yeah, you did. You Nobody else can. necessarily even cares. It's really can just open. me. 
Well, no, I think it's actually really good, and I think it's, I think it's a great, uh, a great point to bring up. So I think it's really worthwhile actually mentioning, and I think it's worth actually addressing. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that up. Good. Um, but wow, our time is well past. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up for now, and uh, and we, sh- we do need to talk about that some more because I think that's actually really worthwhile. And so we'll do that. But for today, uh, let me encourage you guys to think about this question: Is there part of your life that needs circumcision? And is there part of your life that you don't trust God trust God with? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.